Well, good morning, everyone. I hope that if you were on the line a little bit early that you were enjoying the worship this morning. One of the songs that was being played said, Victory Belongs to Him, and indeed, Victory Does Belong to Our Lord. I welcome each and every one of you to the call this morning. I'm grateful to the Lord that we have been given another day in which to honor and to serve him. He is God Almighty, and there is none like him. We come before him in adoration, giving him all praise and all glory. He is God Most High, who promised never to leave us or to forsake us. And in the midst of the storm, he quiets our fears and speaks peace to our soul. Father, our nation right now is in great upheaval and and unrest. What was once done in secret is now openly promoted and celebrated. Evil is all around us. Open our eyes that we might see what is happening in the spirit realm, not just what we see in the natural We as a corporate body this morning lift up praise to you in victory over the darkness that is trying to put out the light of your glory. You said in Psalms 27, verses 5 and 6, that in the day of trouble, you will conceal us in your tabernacle, and in the secret place of your tent, you will hide us and lift us up on a rock. So I declare that you will lift our heads above our enemies and we see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for your promises, Lord, that is in your word. Our team this morning, I'm Heather Dawson, and I have with me Minister Michael Lumpkin and Minister Randall Gorey. So let me greet them and say good morning to them. Minister Michael, how are you? And are you ready to come with this morning's devotion in a few minutes? Mother, I thank God for you. Uh, It is very nice to hear you. And yes, uh, I am ready. Uh, God is up to something. And I thank him for his love, his grace, and his mercy in this time. Amen. And I agree with you, God is up to something. And I pray that we not miss what he is doing. Hallelujah. So let me say good morning to uh, Minister Randall. How are you this morning, Minister Randall? Good morning, Mother Heather. I am doing just great. Good morning. It's good to hear your voice. Thank God for this great and awesome day. Good morning, Minister Michael Lumpkin. Good morning. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless both of you. We are delighted um, to be the team this morning. And I want to greet our bishop this morning and say to him and Pastor Adrian, good morning and how are you doing today? Good morning, Elder. I am doing wonderful. We are doing wonderful. Lord is faithful. I want to say good morning to everyone that's on the line, the ministers that are part of the team. God bless you. Thank you for your faithfulness, your commitment, and your consistency. It is very important, especially the season that we're in. And I also want to say thank you for everyone who are on the line this morning and who have been consistent 
over the last seven months. Uh, actually, we've been doing uh, this format of our uh, really prayer call for about uh, uh, 11 months now. I think we took a one month off or something in, right before the pandemic hit. So I want to say thank you. Thank you for uh, being fervent in prayer. That's one of the things that uh, we need to um, really make sure is part of our life as believers because prayer keeps you grounded, especially when you pray the word. And one of the things that I'm finding today is that believers need to understand the word of God, understand what you believe, and know how to actually share what you believe, share your faith. It is very key to where we are in uh, society today. And so God bless you all. I'm looking forward to this morning. Thanks. Thank you, Bishop. Um, Yes, you know, the word is our anchor. It anchors us. Because otherwise, without that anchor, you're just out there on your own. So, yes, get in the word. Learn the word. Speak the word. Pray the word. Pray the word. You know, the, it, the word tells us that the angels excel in power when they hear the word of God being spoken. So hallelujah for the word of God. That is one thing that cannot be taken from us. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we're ready this morning to have um, Mr. Michael come with the morning's devotion. And I pray that the Lord will bless him and use him this morning as he comes. Minister Michael. Amen. Amen. First, I must give honor to God. I must also give honor to my bishop, Bishop Christopher Cross Smith and Pastor Adrian. This is an honor always uh, to be before you. Um, I thank God that he has prepared his word, and I'm just a vessel, and that's it. So my assignment was we're loaded to maximum capacity. And the key scripture comes from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 10. And I'm going to be reading to you uh, verses 3 through 6 from the Message Bible. But before I get into that, I, 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 have, to, uh, I have to point something out. What Bishop shared last night in Bible study, the authority of the Word of God, <laughs> we know that God's Word is infallible, meaning it's, it has no error. Please pay careful attention to the gospel and the Word of God. It sets the kingdom standard in our lives. We must spend quality time with God. The Word requires us to do this to be healthy and not unhealthy. Compliancy is key, saints. You know, as I listened to Bishop and watched him, it, I got so emotional, I brought tears to my eyes, but the tears that I, I had was gratefulness that we have a true man of God who really cares about the kingdom. In this day and age, that's very rare, saints, so we really need to honor um, our leadership. We really need to be in compliance so that God can use us, so that he can perform what's already been set 
the blueprints of our lives. Okay, so now I want to get into scripture here. We're going to be reading again Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse three through six in the Message Bible. And it reads like this the world is unprincipled. It's dog eat dog out there. The world doesn't fight fair, but we don't live or fight our battles that way. Never have and never will. The tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation, but they are for demolishing that entire massively corrupt culture. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. Our tools are ready at hand for clearing the ground of every obstruction and building lives of obedience into maturity. Saints, in this portion of Scripture, Paul's encouraging us. He's encouraging the Corinthian believers to be reconciled with him and to reject false apostles who are challenging his authority and creating dissension in the church. As believers, we can sometimes find ourselves torn apart by factions and spiritual immaturity. The enemy's job is to divide and conquer. But when we understand the weapons of our warfare is not fleshly, but indeed spiritual, we now can use our powerful God tools, understanding through the Holy Spirit and the power through the Word of God. It's God's Word that gives us the power and the authority to defend the kingdom. In the book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 8, in the Message Bible, it says, But you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses to tell people about me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the ends of the earth. Saints, we need to be careful of the company we are keeping, and we need to be careful in our walk. The enemy is creating diversions that will cause you to get distracted and lose focus. The last time I spoke, I talked about focus and how important it, it is now during this time. We must be aware. We must mature in the knowledge of Christ and in the word of God. In our devotion yesterday morning, Pastor Harris brought to our attention pseudopigrapha. The term pseudopigrapha comes from Greek words meaning false writings and refers to the works that attempt to create scripture under false names. These are things that Pastor Harris talked about to make us aware of where we are allowing our eye gate, our ear gate to be <clears throat> influenced. So it's important for us to stay close to home. These are devices that the enemy uses to cause us to lose focus. Guard your hearts 
my brothers and sisters. King Solomon said it best. He said, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Proverbs 4.23. God desires for us to be a spring of goodness, joy, love, patience, and most of all, examples to bridge the gap between where you are and where you need to be in Christ Jesus. <laughs> this is something that is necessary to ensure we finish the race and we win. I'm reminded of a scripture in the book of Romans, chapter 12. I'm going to go ahead and read that for you in the Amplified Bible. And it's just basically a dedication to service. And this is where we need to be. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves, set apart as a living sacrifice, holy. I can't stress that enough. Holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed. And that is the key, progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you that it causes us to be equipped with your power. We humbly submit ourselves to you daily, that we might, as individuals and as a collective body, remain focused with the right attitudes so that your design for our lives are made sure. Your plan and your purpose for our lives, let it be the driving force of our existence. I pray for everyone on this call that they recognize the areas in their lives that need improvement and execute that change today. Father, we know that you said in your word, if we just trust you, everything that we need, everything that we are to perform in this life, in this dispensation, it will all come to pass. It will all come to fruition. Father, I pray for our leadership. I pray for our bishop. I pray for the movement that we are in right now in the spiritual realm. I thank you, Lord God, that you are helping us to understand the importance of our existence in this world 
the time that we're in right now is so important for us to have our lives completely connected to you. So, Father, I pray that every person on this call and every person that is attached to the person on this call, that their lives will make sense to them, that they will be awakened to the true design and purpose for their lives, that they might be anchored by your word, that they might be anchored by your love, that they might be anchored by your wisdom and understanding. So, Father, this morning, we give you all the praise and we give you all the honor for blessing us and keeping us. Let us continue to remain as bridges for those who has yet to know you. Let them find you through us. As we are a collective body of individuals, Father, I pray that we shine in every place that we find ourselves in. We give you all the praise, Father. We give you all the glory, and we give you all the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Mr. Uh, Michael. Praise God. You know, you quoted that scripture verse uh, out of Proverbs 4.23, and you said, bridge the gap where we are to where we are to be. I was looking that up in the Passion Bible as you shared that, and I just want to read it to you. It says, my child, never drift off course from these two goals for your life, to walk in wisdom and to discover discernment. Don't ever forget how they empower you, for they strengthen you inside and out and inspire you to do what's right. You will Mm. be energized and refreshed by the healing they bring. They Mm. give you living hope to guide you and not one of life's tests will cause you to stumble. Hallelujah. How we praise the Lord for that. Amen. 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 So, again, thank you, uh, Minister Michael, for the word this morning and how important that we use the word because it is a bridge. Not only is it a bridge for ourselves, it is a bridge to reach others when we speak the word. Hallelujah. So God bless Amen. you this morning for bringing that. At this time, I want to go uh, to Minister Randall and ask him to come with this morning's request. Minister Randall. Uh, thank you, Mother Heather. Wonderful, wonderful job, uh, Minister Lumpkin. Appreciate that so very much. Uh, we do have three uh, prayer requests this morning. Uh, the first one comes from uh, Augustina Leach Johnson, and she is asking for prayer for her uncle, Adrian Hild, that he be healed from all medical challenges, specifically uh, COVID-19, as he is currently on a ventilator. So, Father, in the wonderful name, majestic and holy name of your son, Jesus Christ, I come before you this morning 
in the spirit of expectation, Lord. So as I present Adrian Hill to you, I'm trusting in your will, not mine, for his healing. I'm asking you, Lord, to send ministering angels to his bedside to encourage him in your word that declares in Psalms 118, verse 17, I will not die. Instead, I will live to tell what the Lord has done. I speak to you, COVID-19, in the name of Jesus and by the power of his blood that you leave Adrian's body. I declare in the name of Jesus healing and complete wholeness from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. I pray that, Father, he would believe with his whole heart that though this weapon has been formed against him, it will not prosper. God loves you, and because love conquers all, I pray you walk by faith, not sight, to witness this health mountain moved from your body. In Jesus' name, amen. Second prayer request um, is attached first and foremost to a, a praise report. This comes from uh, Hope White, and her praise report is that her antibody test results came back negative, uh, even though it was high and she had no, uh, no symptoms. Uh, her blood work uh, came back normal for inflammation in her body. Man, uh, her prayer request is that now that the doctors are going to do x-rays on her hands and two more blood tests, she's asking for prayer for healing that these tests also uh, come back negative. So, Father, because you have done it before, you can do it again. And I'm believing with hope that you are the good doctor who's never lost a case and who specializes in healing. So I pray, your oh God, this morning your anointing be poured out over her body to bring forth healing in her hands so that she can do whatever she so desires, even to lift them into hallelujah praise when this prayer is answered. I pray that your blood washes hers so it's purified and to flow and function normally. I declare your word that whatever we ask of the Father in the name of Jesus, uh, that you would do. So heal her and deliver her from all sickness in Jesus' name, that her blood flows normal and her hands work perfectly. Hallelujah. And our uh, third and uh, final prayer request uh, comes from um, our, our own intercessory prayer team, uh, for our own beloved Elder Joan Watkins, whose husband, the Lord, who I've called home recently. We want to lift her up this morning uh, during this time and her family uh, and, and her body. So, Father, I pray that you comfort Elder Joan Watkins and her family with your loving kindness and tender mercies and your fatherly embrace during this difficult time. Father God, I pray her strength as she goes through preparations for burial and give her and the family your perfect peace to mourn this loss as long as needed in a healthy way. Psalms 147 and 3 reminds us he heals the broken hearted and binds up their wounds. So I declare God's peace and love over the Watkins family during this time. Father, we pray that Elder Watkins 
will have every need met, every decision be led of the Holy Spirit, and that her heart is healed and full of joy in the Holy Ghost this morning. I pray that the days ahead will shed greater light of your presence in every way. They need you to lead and guide them, to pull together in love, to bless one another through her love and through his legacy, that they will live in great harmony in Jesus' name. So, Lord, we thank you this morning for your promises to keep those, Father, during these difficult times. So, Elder Watkins, if you're on this line this morning on behalf of Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian and your entire New Destiny family, both Oakland and Pittsburgh, we love you and we'll continue to pray for you and ask that God's hand cover you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister Randall. And yes, we we are thankful to God for the healing power of the blood of Jesus. And we thank the Lord for the comforter. And may the comforter just surround our precious sister Joan Watkins this day. And in the days ahead as preparations are being made. Hallelujah. And we believe when we pray that we receive, therefore, we know that praise reports will follow. Amen. I want to go back to uh, Minister Michael to see if he has any further thoughts that he might want to share with us before we come to a close this morning. Yeah, Mother. Um, I want to share with you just a really quick um, moment that happened to me yesterday at, at work. I was walking down the hall, and one of my coworkers, um, very dear friend, uh, she seemed really frazzled. And so I asked her, was everything okay? And she said, no. Um, she said, I don't, I don't understand what's happening. Um, you know, I really want Biden to win. But that's the, the important thing of what I'm sharing is she was shaken by the things that are taking place in the world. And so I shared with her to understand that God is in control. No matter what happens, no matter who wins, it doesn't really matter. What matters is that God is still in control. And it's important for us to use the word of God like we talked about and like we demonstrated this morning, using the power and the authority of God and his word is the key for us to continue to walk through this life with no worries, with no hang-ups, and with no doubts. And so I just wanted to share that with you because it, it hit me pretty hard, and I had to, before I uh, did my devotions last night, I had to pray for her, to, you know, asking God to, to give her peace and rest in him. So I just want to encourage everybody, it is vitally important for us to stay in our word so that the word stays in us. Amen. 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 Bishop, do you have anything that you might want to say this morning? Uh, Elder, you know, uh, as as Minister Randall was praying 
I'm going to say a couple of things, actually. As Minister Randall was praying for our beloved uh, Elder Joan Watkins, uh, it reminded me of yesterday. We were praying for the Hill family, Marlon Hill, his brother, KK, and their older brother, actually their oldest brother who just transitioned. And, you know, it's a lot of transitioning happening. I call it, I call death transitioning. So it's, it's happening in record numbers and biblical proportions, whether it's for old age, uh, some type of underlying condition, or COVID, and or mixture. And the reason I bring this up is that we have to continue to pray for them, allow God to work through us to bring comfort to them, because you can't grieve properly in the day that we're living in. Funerals are, 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 are you know, especially in our culture, are big things. They're, they're life celebration. You know, we celebrate life and uh, we gather and we uh, love on the bereaved family and we gather around food and we, we, we uh, fellowship around fond memories that we have of the loved one who transitioned. You can't do that today. And my heart goes out to them. So I'm asking you all to continue to lift up our church family. We continue to lift you up and your loved ones who are dealing with the same thing. It's tough right now. But the Bible tells us it's in times like these that people can draw their strength on people that are strong. As believers, we have to be strong. And, and I, I thank God for you all because the fact that you're up uh, this time in the morning on the prayer call, it says a lot to me. It says a lot to me that you're willing to sacrifice a little sleep so that you can build yourself up in your inner man to handle the enemy. And, and, and that's key, especially based on what uh, Minister uh, Michael Lumpkin just ministered to us about being loaded, that, that, that you've got to understand the weapons of your warfare, as Apostle Paul says, are not mere human weapons. They're weapons of mass destruction. I love it because he read it from the uh, Message Bible, and, and it, it, it's, it, it says that the tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation but they are for demolishing that entire massively corrupt culture. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies. You see that? Tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God. That's, that's key. Fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of, of life, shaped by Christ. This is key here. Key. As believers, I pray for you to have the spirit of discernment. We need discernment like we never have need discernment before. And, and Minister Michael, for, for the young lady at your job, she needs discernment. Regardless of who win this election. This stuff is carrying on, carrying on, carrying on. They're just, you know, 
that's all media is talking about. How many votes here? This this place haven't counted all their votes. Counting, you know, and all this all this kind of stuff. You know something? When 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 you're truly born again, spirit filled, live a life that's full of faith, you will not be shaken of the current world events. Because whether we we have to believe the scripture for his word. Either you believe it or you don't. Paul said to live is gain, watch this now, and to die is gain. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're gain we're, we're gonna gain. And as you said, Mr. Lumpkin, God is in control. We will never ever live a day. That God is not in control. Amen, Bishop. I'm telling you. Now, we're going to have to deal with some stuff because of who's in charge. Because the result of a lot of stuff we're dealing with is because of men that are in charge and everyone doesn't have the right motive. And that's why it's key to live a life of purpose by God's divine design. Live a life of purpose. Discover your purpose. Understand your gift. Live a life of purpose by God's divine design. May God give you traveling mercies as you travel today. No sickness, harm, or danger come near you or the vehicles you're traveling in. Grace and peace be multiplied to you, beloved. We love you dearly. God bless. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you so much. Praise God. Praise God. I just want to close out uh, with this thought. If God be for us, who can be against us? Mm. Think about that. If God be for us, who Mm. can be against us? So, you know, use the word. It's your weapon. Speak peace. Speak peace to every storm that's raging around you, maybe within your family. We definitely know that it's raging in our nation. But declare the word. Declare God's goodness and his majesty. When we see what is happening, what is happening as, as these demonic forces are trying to advance, God has his hand upon us. God is not going to let us go. And we declare that his will, his will will be done on this earth, in this earth, as it is in heaven. So you know what? Remain in him. Remain in him. That's getting his word. Declare his good work. Praise and glorify his name. When you do that, it lifts you. You will rise. Truth will reign triumphant always. And every hidden scheme and every plot of the enemy has to back up. It will be revealed in Jesus' name. So as Bishop spoke, as Minister Lumpkin did and Minister Gory this morning, 
Hallelujah. We plead. We plead the blood of Jesus over us and around us, over our families. And as you go forth today, know that your God, your God is for you. He's not against you. So hallelujah. Great morning this morning. So God bless each and every one of you. I would encourage you, be with us tomorrow morning on the call, and invite others to join the call. We know it's early, but you know what? When you get up early, you're commanding your day. You're commanding it. You're setting it in order. So with that, I say goodbye to all of you for Minister Gory, for Minister Lumpkin, for our bishop and Pastor Adrian, and for myself, Heather Dawson. God bless you. Make it a great day in him. You are loved. Kathy, open the lines, please, for a time of worship.